Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Okay, um, you know uh, we're we're here with Kevin. Uh, Max Max is out. Something I, I don't know. He he said something vague about a van um, at some point, and and I think we probably all kind of forgot what he said. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he said something about down by the river she just kept pulling up his pants it was weird he needs an app that you can follow him on and see i think that they have that we will not plug it here i was about to say i don't think we're doing buzz marketing just yet (laughs) no um but uh yeah so so there there may there may be a few a few episodes in the in the near future where we're where we're doing it with uh with limited crews and you know I, i've missed a couple because of of work my work schedule was super crazy last week and so we we weren't able to to get an episode out but we're here and what happens when when this is the crew is sort of invariably that we wind up talking about sports mm-hmm. and I, that makes sense because that's you know on some level that's how we all know each other um yeah and 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 uh Kevin uh, you you brought us something this week that we all got pretty excited to talk about Sure uh so uh, strangely enough the the onset of this was actually I saw that um the Seattle will be hosting the MLB All-Star game in mm. a few years mm. and I was like oh I could go to Seattle and like I, I've been in the Pacific Northwest, I like it. I could go there and go to the home run derby. And then I thought about it. I was like, this always happens. I think about the idea of traveling for a sporting event, and sometimes I'll get excited about. It. I'll be like, oh yeah, it'd be totally cool to go to a go to the Iron Bowl one year. But then when you start thinking about all of the things that get involved uh, into traveling, specifically for a sporting event, uh, I've just never never done it and don't know don't know that i ever will yeah so that's interesting kevin because uh, and we'll get into this but but there is there's another side to this you i want to hear about your appeal to traveling for this uh, i think it's very important that you mentioned specific events um mm-hmm. as opposed to teams but this can maybe apply to both too what situations are when you think pie in the sky of of traveling for a sporting event be it for your team or otherwise what is appealing to you about that potential uh, i i think it's just a, a part of a way of you know, when you when you just watch tv broadcasts of games ultimately especially with football like you get a better view but uh, sometimes the announcers do a really good job of playing it up or sometimes those video segments are kind of cool and it just seems like a way to it, it could be a way to um you know i spend a lot of time watching sports and it seems like a way that i could expand how that is uh, how i interact with them in my life and it's mm. it's also one of those things where it's like i mean this is something that people do 
Mm -hmm. um, presumably people who also love sports and have disposable income, which I am fortunate enough to have. But I guess I'm not as into sports as them, or I don't know if that's the issue or what, but... Uh, yeah, I I tend not to think that that is the issue because I, I would I would consider myself generally an irresponsible sports fan, uh, but I'm also not all that I'm not that frequently struck with the desire uh, to travel for things, and and one of the reasons is that you know I I, I sort of at least in my mind I picture all sports on sort of an axis where one end is the there is no possible way that the in-game you know in-person experience of attending this is good enough to justify me uh, you know going to it even if it the stadium were next door much less traveling and or splashing out money and on the other end you have not I must get there to see this in person because eh, I don't know that there's anything that for me that hits that mark. But the other end of the axis for me is like, I don't know. It seems like it would be pretty damn fun to be there. And one of the things that's happened over the last two years is that being cooped up inside having no real sports for for a lot of it has sort of shifted everything like you know two or three notches in the direction of uh, what are you talking about just watch it on tv mm -hmm. uh and so i i i consider in particular i consider football to be the ultimate you are a herb and a sucker if you e like even locally go and spend money on parking and buy ridiculously overpriced beers to see this much less if you get on a plane and purchase lodging in another city um i just can't yeah i don't know I, it doesn't ever <clears throat> enter my mind on the other end of the spectrum there is uh the the other football as as Pierce's yeah. want to call it footy kicks, the the footy kicks a, a, yeah. and that I think you know there there's something alluring to that in that the team that I care the most about is located in England. It's a mm -hmm. big ass trip away, and so I, I think maybe I, I have a bit of an out in that that trip inevitably has to not be a trip that is just about going to see a Liverpool game. It has to be a trip where you go see a Liverpool so game. You've, you've hit on something that I think is really important, which is that American football is, is a really tough hang for events. I mean, the one exception may be the, the Super Bowl, and I guess if the Pro Bowl is the, that's in— That's the worst one. Well, the Pro Bowl, if it's in yeah. Hawaii, if you want to go to Hawaii and you're like, I, but then the Pro Bowl is like, I'm doing this because I have a couple hours to kill. But, but it is, it, it is the worst. And I think part of it is, and you hit on it with your other nations football, um, which, which is that 
with all of these, if I'm thinking what the appeal is, it's not just the game or, you know, the games if you're going to something like a tennis tournament or the Olympics or the World Cup or, or you know, th- maybe the All-Star game, you can say that's over uh, the MLB or, or NBA All-Star game. There might be multiple nights. But, but I think that the big thing about American football is even if you go to the Super Bowl in Houston, um, Sean, as someone who has spent time in Houston, like, uh, I don't even know if you can name something you would do in Houston besides go to that football game. Like, it's just that happens, I think, with a lot of like, there's not as much I will do this on the way for for American football. Like, I've heard Minneapolis is a cool city, but if the Super Bowl is in Scottsdale, that seems like a really tough hang. Like, there's not events or things that you would also see and i think with these that is the appeal for me to travel is it's not just the game it is the um the place you are well minneapolis is maybe not the best example because you have at least the novelty of the mall of america um but and 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 houston you know i think whether or not houston has stuff for you to do outside of going to a sporting event depends at least a little bit on how you feel about space camp um, mm-hmm. uh, it also d- depends how you feel about places that probably don't open until at least 11 p.m. and and really get rocking when when James Harden shows up at like 2:30 or or whatever. I did. Doesn't be... he? Didn't he just do all of his? Wasn't the whole thing that he did all of his partying in Atlanta? Well, I mean, Atlanta and Houston both have <laughs> similar uh, lounges that are open late. I would say. I I think it's possible that a rapper or two has has. Uh, has written a song about that (laughs) presumably but but that i mean that does speak to i mean maybe that's appealing to you but it's still it's this i think there's a condition here that i'm trying to set up which is that you you know if if for some reason the super bowl was played in at lambeau field that would not be enough for me i need the place and and the uh you know the event itself um but I will make I will make an exception though, and, and uh, you know, Sean, you mentioned, um, you know, maybe maybe you want to go to the camp now, um, or you know, Kevin, maybe you want to go to the Iron Bowl, or you want to go to Cameron Indoor. I think that traveling so that you can experience a game at a particular arena or a particular rivalry, there is the I think the historical factor and like the appeal of of that arena and maybe the aura around it. Um that that is appealing too. I think you have to be kind of a, a more of a sports nerd there. Um but also I mean if you're if you're traveling to yeah. Liverpool or, or Barcelona as well, I mean there's some something fun with that. Well with well, Cameron's a, a good example of like another key difference is for for me at least is that I could see myself going to Cameron because that is a less than a four hour drive and it yeah. would be a cheap and easy place to get a hotel. So it's like the I could see myself traveling to go to a game just at Cameron, even if UVA was not playing in it. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like as soon as you, as soon as the trip takes an entire day to like get to uh whether that be getting to an airport and 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 or a a long flight um or you know just an all-day drive that's when it's like well that's a lot to do just for a sporting Mm -hmm. event so you mentioned something interesting there when when you said that you'd you'd be inclined to go to a game of cameron even if uva was not playing and and that 
I vibe with that pretty hard, actually, because I kind of think that unless you're doing this as like a true diehard or you really don't care what happens, um, then I, it, it may almost be better to to see, you know, because because Cameron, you arguably you go for for the venue and, and because there's an experience associated with being in the place. And I think it might be better to experience things like that if the team that you care a bit about is not playing there. Because you start mm-hmm. to hit points on like the, the sliding scale of the mental illness that is sports fandom yes. where like mm-hmm. if they lose, it fucks up your whole trip. Yeah, I think that that has kind of uh, that that's something what I feel um, and didn't really kind of realize until you said it. But the, this brings up the uh, the infamous example of oh the the one time that I did. I I was I was ready to do it. I was ready to travel. UVA was basically guaranteed to go to the final four. I'm familiar with um, this. Do you know why? So a couple of us decided to buy tickets uh, to the final four before the before the Syracuse game. And uh, it seemed like a pretty good call. Like the final four was, it was like UNC was there, Villanova was there, um, and I mean, then, it know, was a great idea for seven eighths of the game. Yeah, it was fantastic. Right. And, well, going into it, it was we we beat Syracuse by fifty every time we play them. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to revisit it, but I think that, that yeah, we need to press on, Kevin. I think yes, that it that, is. It is. that combined with like the the 16 seed thing like i've determined that like what? with uva basketball especially like i care too much can't do it, it yeah i care yeah. too much to be like to travel to the game um, so i would rather go to a final four without uva than with uva in it so i think that kevin that, that's that's the biggest thing i wrote down i think you're playing with fire there especially for a quote-unquote big game i think any postseason game if you have a dog in the fight you know, me thinking, oh, I get excited about not just the event, but the events maybe around it and the place itself. If you're going there and you have uh, a team you're rooting for and you really are someone who's who's rooting for uh, a lot, it just it, it puts a, uh, you know, puts a cloud over everything because you, you don't know the outcome. And then once you do, like maybe you're you're at an extreme and it's hard to fully take it in and be like oh that was really fun now i'm gonna go to dinner or something like that it's like no i must go a thousand percent either exciting dinner or i'm gonna go cry in the hotel room so i mean if you were gonna go to cameron i I mean that's not a bad example because i've thought about that going to a georgia tech game like a regular season Mm -hmm. type of game you you get to go see your team you get to experience new arena but that's also not me traveling um so I, I think that when you add in a team that you're following in a big game situation, which a lot of these are, um, you don't really get to plan it as we experienced. Um, and it's just, it's really hard to get the full enjoyment as opposed to like, I don't know, you're just like, I'm going to go to the US Open tennis tournament this year because that seems really fun. I, you know, I'm not even like a huge tennis fan, but it would be a lot of fun because you don't have that added pressure of your team or your person um, being in the spotlight. I mean, this is totally uh, this is the uh, this is the, essentially the value prop of something like 
a tennis tournament or a golf tournament where it's not just it's not one contained head-to-head matchup between two teams like you know I, I i could not care that much less about professional golf than i currently do and if i got in the lottery for masters tickets this you know it for the upcoming april and won them i would drop everything and go to augusta no doubt about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well and even with something like the iron bowl it um it, i i that's that's an example that i don't actually know if it's even that high up on my list but like it, it's if the game is if i if i were to do that trip if the game even if the game sucked the game is only I don't, the the whole saturday is what the iron bowl is about not necessarily there, there's the not game. much to do in either of those places but i yeah. I, I see what i see what you right. mean. I mean yeah so again I mean, like that's where the, this example is a bit uh, a bit vacuous in itself but it, you know there's just like one of those fleeting thoughts like oh that'd be cool like we'll go like hang out and tailgate but it's like well it, it'd probably be easier <laughs> to, to the do commonwealth cup there. in blacksburg and i wanted to get a burger and the line was too long because that was the only place to get dinner basically see this is this is why you go to lsu tailgates they start 12 hours before the game and strangers are cooking all sorts of wildly good food which they're happy to share with you um but the iron bowl man i i I don't know i i I, just in much in the same way that i don't i would love to go see a barcelona game but i don't think i i don't know that i would really want to see a classico between barcelona and real madrid i don't think i would want to see a, a Duke UNC game in Cameron. I don't think I would want to see the Iron Bowl because on on some on some fundamental level, uh, intentionally inserting yourself into a crowd of anywhere between twenty and a hundred thousand rabid maniacs that despise each other, especially in Alabama these days, is not a good idea. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a really good point, and it feels like the the height of privilege to be like, oh, well, I'm going to go to their thing right, because you're just, I can afford it. Yeah, you're just intruding yes. on their turf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that one uh, Pierce bringing up the Georgia Tech thing. I, I think one thing that is a bit adjacent to this is that if. If I were to plan a, if I wanted to go visit Pierce in Atlanta next year, like I might look and see when UVA plays Georgia Tech and if they're at Bobby Dodd Stadium, I believe. Uh, yes. And like, you know, if I'm going to be doing a trip anyway or have like other things to do, I might, you know, pick that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if that that would necessarily, you know, count in this regard because I wouldn't go to the game otherwise, but, mm-hmm. or like if I'm visiting, uh, or you know, if it's in the winter, be like, oh, let's see if like there's a let's pick a weekend where the Hawks have a game. Um, yeah, yeah. No, and I think I mean in yeah, there's there is also something a lot more attainable about a nine non rivalry regular season game. I mean, that can still be traveling for sports, but it it also feels like the um. Like, honestly, if if I if you know if I went to if I go back to the UK and I'm in a little town that has like a, a a football team a soccer team like I would totally like go to to sort of experience it even if it was like you know a lower tier league like just because I think that's cool and and it's charming but it's 
it's kind of in line with like I'm going and want to experience this place. It is not so sports centric. It's like if I go, I go. If if I if I don't, I don't. Um, as opposed to like even I mean even something like a, a golf tournament like that is probably what is drawing you to to go there. Like if you went to a major or, or something like that, like. Mm-hmm. You know, next time they play the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, like, is that the type of thing that you would travel for? It's like, well, that's a specific event, and I would go maybe specifically to experience that, just like Augusta. That That is the place. You're not going to Augusta, Georgia. You're going to, uh, you know, and, see the Masters. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't be visiting Pebble Beach if it weren't, like, this otherwise pretty place to, to visit. Like, if it were mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere in Kansas, you probably wouldn't go just for... Pebble Beach, I imagine. Pro- yeah. Probably Pebble not. Beach I'm not Kansas. even sure how you really get to Pebble Beach. I guess it's probably Bay Area adjacent. The beach, the beach is pebbles. Also, the ocean is pebbles. Also, the grass is pebbles. You're in fucking Kansas. Um, yeah, but it's all actually corn. Pebble, yeah, Pebble Beach. Uh, is Pebble Beach in Northern California or Southern? California? It's around Carmel, right? I think it's yeah, like Carmel, right. Monterey. I actually saw it once on a, a family trip out there. Um, which was which was pretty neat, but the other so the other thing about about sort of picking your spots is that these these bigger events like the Final Four or major golf tournaments or even you know big rivalries is that they uh, they lend themselves to uh, inflated ticket prices, and so mm. you start hitting a point where you you kind of have to you kind of have to construct your travels around that event and not around your travels in order to get the the value out of going to that thing and like mm-hmm. it's I, you know I, I think the point on the sliding scale where that stops being worth it for me is pretty low mm-hmm. yeah and with with uh, like postseason in particular you have maybe a week's notice at, at most yeah um and you have to get the last second flights and yeah and and such so unless this you is, want to be preemptive but we know yeah. that that's a bad idea I, and we and we do and we do know people I, I know max does in particular some people who are just like ah whatever let's go to the super bowl because the patriots are in it and like that's great if you can do that but like it, it becomes a value thing for me maybe that's part of it is like to be to to be someone who really like is up to follow your team wherever like the value is always there, but it's it's just it's just not for me, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm just, actually I'm ironically wearing a, a UVA championship T-shirt as we discuss this, but like <laughs> that's enough that that has value for me. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of where this was was coming from is that I uh, again am lucky enough to have the I could have gone to the final four in Minneapolis, but just didn't even I didn't even think about it for more than. Ten minutes, um, if that. Yeah, so scarred, I just, and, scarred. But I don't know many. Experience. I don't know many people who. I don't know many people who would, who I would say are bigger UVA basketball fans than myself. So well, here, paradox. here's here's the thing, and and it kind of almost runs counter to to what we were saying about the Iron Bowl and the the UNC Duke stuff. But I think that the real value for me, especially if you're following a team, is watching it around people who also follow your team. So like. Kevin and I going to that final four game that we didn't go to together. Like part of that is because 
we follow together and in watching the actual final four games together with other people that there's there's a lot of value there and i think that's important and i think that in thinking about these these events that i would like the writer cup and and tennis tournaments and and maybe something like a world cup part of the enjoyment there would come from being around people who who do care in a way that maybe i i don't so ultimately the, the the things the situations I want to be in are ones where people care and I get enough of that watching UVA at home or uh, I mean there's no enjoyment from ever watching the Wizards but it is helpful to watch the Wizards with people who who also care about them so I I think that that's that that's really important is is getting in a I don't know kind of getting in a situation where through osmosis or whatever you also care about the event that you were you were watching well and on top of that you well at this point you are now the only remaining one of us that lives in a major metropolitan area but like it's true you know with i mean this is largely a, a function of sort of the way the american economy has has moved over the last several decades but like you know the, the centers of power and and prestige and good jobs and whatnot are increasingly clustered just in a, a handful of major cities across the country. And so now, as more and more people wind up moving away from home and, and you know, migrating to those places, you know, I, if you live in New York, you can comfortably find a bar that has some sort of association with whatever team mm-hmm. or college you are are a fan of and so like you don't even have to travel to see your team play to to put yourself in those situations where you're around people that care deeply Ooh, it's a I don't know if I'd say that those people always care deeply, but yes, there is a there definitely are outlets to find other fans when you are when you are remote. But the counterpoint to that is that there are also are pockets where people care really deeply in mm-hmm. small places. I mean, like Random Row Brewing in Charlottesville is a Liverpool bar, and I went a couple times to see games, and I was by far the least invested person there, and. A thing I've learned about myself in the last few years is that is no worse than like second or maybe third at any given point on the my personal ranking of like what teams do I care the most about. Mm-hmm. But like it was a really it was a very good and spirited group. Yeah, but I will say there's also. There is nothing more uncomfortable. Well, there are more uncomfortable things, but it's very uncomfortable to be in a situation where it's like, are you fan enough? Like, I'm here to have a good time. I didn't really want to be an inquisition about, you know, if I know who's who's number three on the depth chart at this position. <laughs> but but sometimes that does happen. And like, that's that's not what you want. I think with very small situations, that could be the case mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, it could be very open. Yeah. Um, also, I did check, and um, 
Pebble Beach is so far out uh, that even the 49ers are like, you can't call that the Bay Area. <laughs> All right. What what is the what is the official designation? Um, it's it's Carmel by the Sea. Uh, I mean, it's its yeah. own place, but um, it's it's near Monterey, mm-hmm. so you can go hang out with uh, you know the Big Little Lies crew. But it's it's like down south of Santa Cruz. Yeah, Carmel is delightful. I'm I'm sure it is. Speaking of places that I really don't know how, like <laughs> even if you planned to get there, it would be difficult yeah. to get there. Yes, that is that is fair. Um, okay, yeah. do we have any any parting thoughts before we wrap up and move on to Pierce's sorry? Um, I think we should go to more sporting events in foreign countries. That's just I, I went to Wimbledon once, and that was that was really cool. It was not the reason I went there, but I I happened to go, and I would love to go to like a World Cup or an Olympics that's not in America. Hmm. I would I would just say that there's this extra level of degeneracy which is traveling somewhere to just sit and watch sports and drink beer which is something that which is something something that we have landed on so that's where we just just wait till we go to nba summer league together in a real degenerates i was about to say it's vegas it's going to vegas and sitting in a sports book (laughs) yeah yes yes maybe we can even catch a raiders preseason game or something particularly awful now i'm sad which means it's time for us to move on to pierce's sorry uh, what are you apologizing for today? Um, so I, um, I'm still getting used to the rhythms of how the local politics work in, in Atlanta. Um, it is very weird because there are a number of counties that kind of cut through the city. And even in my neighborhood, if I walk, um, probably as the crow flies 100, 200 yards, that is where the, the city line is. Um, so I am actually not in like, as far as voting goes, uh, I am, that is my address, but the city, how it does things like picks up trash and water and everything else, it cuts off right there. It's a very weird, unincorporated area, but what that means, and it's, and it's not an excuse. And that's, that's what I'm really sorry for is there were, I saw some signs recently and didn't didn't engage with them in the way that I should have, um, but basically the the city in a forest as as Atlanta is is thought of. I, I saw some things that was defend the Atlanta uh, forest, defend the the trees and everything. What happened is is there was a vote last week um, where the city council approved by a uh, margin of ten to four. So me being engaged probably wouldn't have done anything, but I should have been engaged because what what happened is is they are now building. Uh, something that has been dubbed Cop City because they're taking 85 acres of forest in the old Atlanta prison farm um, and they are turning it into just an enormous like uh, police officer and firefighter training facility which is which is not which is not needed like uh, uh, which was the whole point but they're taking this huge amount of just trees and they're going to turn it into like a place with a big tower that they can put out fake fires with and i just felt really bad because i should have engaged with that i should have been able to to um discuss it and bring it up and and so now it is on me to to engage with that and, and pay attention to local politics because um i mean that's stuff that actually will affect me day to day as you know more trees are cleared and that's those are things i care about trees so i i should be engaged okay um well, uh, yeah, H- have fun in Cop City. Uh, 
I'm sure you will be spending much time there while you're not traveling to sporting events. Cop City is actually Buckhead now, where you, if you're under 18, you have to be um, there with an adult at the mall after 3 p.m. Because it's it's 3 p.m.? (laughs) 3 p.m. If you are 18 or under, you have to be with a chaperone. Oh, my God. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, and, and because I don't feel like engaging with that thing any further, uh, we'll we'll close with a big idea from pop culture. Uh, I went to a concert. What? What are those? I know. I, I know the, the fabled live music event. Uh, Emily and I... Uh, is that like when you get into an elevator and there's the, the sounds coming from the speaker? Is that is that I, a live music I event? I mean, kind of. I guess technically. Uh, but but no, uh, because there's not a, a small band performing inside, you know, the elevator operating console. Uh, Emily and I went uh, on Saturday to the National in Richmond to see Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker. And Julian Baker... Uh, is someone that I was first introduced to, I think through a Tiny Desk concert, um, or maybe a, maybe like a Spotify Discover Weekly sort of thing. But um, f- for two albums, her her songs were largely her singing and then uh, a solo electric guitar, a piano or a little bit of both. And they were these very spare, but like gut-wrenchingly emotional songs. And I, I, I went to, you know, I went to this concert and was a, just felt so, so good to be back in that kind of situation. Um, I realized that the last time I had gone to a concert, I believe, was Pierce when you and I went to see Black Pumas in August 2019. Um, a, it had been a very long time. Um, but uh, Julian Baker has a new record that came out um, earlier this year. And all of a sudden, she is now performing songs with a full band and there is lots of like kind of big soaring chorusy type things in a way that there wasn't before and it, none of it changes the emotional tenor of the material but i i was sitting there listening to it and really like feeling it because one of the things i forgot is that like the best thing about a concert is that you can physically feel the music and i was thinking like Wait, have I always thought that something was missing from her old stuff? Or do I just now sort of retroactively think that something was maybe kind of missing? And it reminded me of a podcast interview that the comedian Pete Holmes did uh, with uh, now deceased frightened rabbit frontman Scott Hutchison. And, And Pete was talking to him about what he loved about Scott's band. And he was talking about these sort of big sweeping emotional feelings, which was definitely something that Frightened Rabbit did too. And and what he said was, it's the drums. 
and I realized, oh yes, it is the drums. Drums have this incredible ability to just sort of really, I think what it is is the drums have an ability to really sort of change the tenor or or the amplitude of a feeling on the fly because you can just go from quiet to loud so easily. And I just, I deeply, deeply appreciated being back in a room where someone was playing the drums. So uh, go go to concerts. Be safe about it. Wear a mask if it's inside. You know, um, but but go to concerts if that's the kind of thing that that you like and haven't been doing in a while. And if it's something that you've never really done, I would highly highly encourage that you seek out an opportunity to try it because you might just like it. So I could. Yeah, and uh, and that's a thing you can travel for too. Uh, you can definitely travel. Max, for Max is Max is driving to Portland just to go to a future islands concert. He already he did, did it. Oh, he did it already. I didn't. I can't even. Yeah, keep track. yeah. You'll have to you'll have to talk to him about it. He's he's got thoughts, not about future islands, about the venue that he went to in Portland. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Live music is is great, and it made me very happy. Uh, and, and that's that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast feed on your app, device, etc. of choice. If you do that, leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye.